We'll figure something else out. And if that doesn't work, then we'll move on to the next, and then whatever's after that. We just keep working, because that's what we do. I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I cover all the episodes of your favorite show. All of them. New Girl. New Girl. What's up with Jess? Is she going to get with Nick? Is she going to get with Nick? Man, yeah. I think so. Why is Cece into Schmidt? That doesn't make any sense to me. You know, he's got a lot of charisma buried underneath all that that, uh, pomp, you know? a lot of confidence in that dude. A lot of confident confidence beneath the swag. A lot of swag, a lot of confidence. I um CC is too good for him though. That was always my opinion about we that. We all know show. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are we ta- are we doing a new girl podcast? <laughs> Just do it. What are you going to call I'll it? I'll do this, bro. I'll do this. I love new girl. <laughs> I fell off of it at some point because Autumn stopped watching it with me, but it was like I was really enjoying it for a long time. Like I watched it a lot. Of it, I, th- I think it's a popular show that is also underrated, much like Supernatural. Much like Supernatural. No, I I disagree. Supernatural is overrated. Um, I'm I got uh, I got a uh, crossword puzzle clue today, and I, I I embarrassed myself, and I'm glad I didn't text it to you because I almost did. But um, the clue was a, a long running show, famous for its cold opens. And the answer was three letters, and the first letter was definitely S. Um, oh, and the clue oh. said, and the and the clue said in short, which means it's an abbreviation, right? Like, so, dude, I'm, I'm looking at S, and I'm like, they're surely they're not going to put a SP in clue and fucking New York yeah, Times crossword yeah, yeah, puzzle, yeah. right? What? What's going on? The, the Venn diagram on uh, New York Times readers and Supernatural fans can't be can't be that big. Absolutely, it can't be not. that big. Yeah, uh, and of course it wasn't. It was SNL, so that was um, oh. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're here <laughs> talking about we're, we're we have some weird energy. Chris came in mean, uh, and we got dude, him on I was the ready, anime. I was ready to I was ready to beat you up, <laughs> dude. You were you were not feeling good when we got on this podcast, but now we have gotten a whole different kind of energy. Um, I hope your holidays are going well. I hope everyone's safe and sound. Uh, thank you to our patrons, old and new, over at patreoncom slash Monster of the Week. Uh, that is a huge support for us, and we really appreciate everybody that's over there, Chris. What's up? It's season 13. We've had seven episodes that were all have been either good or eh, 
What, what are we doing in this season? Yeah. T- tell me what's going what on. What are we what's doing in this season? My, what's happening with Sam and Dean in season 13? Oh, uh, I'm not sure I can fill you in on that, but I will tell you well, that last time was Supernatural. Lucifer managed to make his way back to this side of reality and forge an unlikely and unwanted alliance with Castiel. Lucifer, however, I when I first wrote this, I wrote The Fallen Angel, and I was like, no, Chris, stop. Stop that. You're too much flavor. Just keep going. <laughs> Lucifer, however, has... The Fallen Angel, however, has lost his power. See, it's just too much. <laughs> has lost his powers and warns of Michael's impending invasion, and still no one is sure where Jack has run off to. If they didn't have enough on their hands, Asmodeus, Asmodeus, has decided to turn against Lucifer, and we learned that Ketch of all people, is alive once again and working for none other than the Kentucky Fried Colonel himself. Chris, what's happening with Sam and Dean, though? That's they, the, I don't what are what is what is happening with them? It's they season keep making 13, the same mistakes. Sam and Dean, Dean's, what are we doing? Dean's walking around like he's he's just got he's gonna he just hates everybody so much. He's like, I'm better than all of you, but I hate myself more than all of you. Yeah, yeah, um, I like that. Stay in that energy, Sam, stay in that voice. Tell me more about what Dean's doing right now. Dean, Dean just wants he just wants to drink a beer and he wants to tell everybody to stuff it. And he wants to just keep on doing his work, but he hates doing his work, but he thinks it makes him a man, so he has to keep doing his work. And Sam is just like, I just wish one girl would call me back. <laughs> just one single woman. Just one girl. One if girl. she would just hit me back once. I, I, you know, I'm tall. I'm hot. I mean, but he's, he's definitely like, tall. Act like that, Sam. <laughs> act like that. Drink a beer. <laughs> uh, Dean, we're, we're out of beers right now. I'm sorry. So you must have drank them all last night. Do you want to run to the store or do you want to? What are you no, going to do? Sammy, that's your job. I don't think it's my job to provide you alcohol, my friend. Like, anyway. I need the lore <laughs> thing. So that hurts your throat. Um, you know? That was bad. Yeah, I forgot. I'm still recovering. I can't be, I can't be messing around like this. I can't be doing that. Don't be putting uh, this pressure on me, Jeremy. We're covering season 13, episode 8 The Scorpion and the Frog. Get it? Yeah, quite the quite the little title there. I, I looked yeah. up with the little fable for that. But, uh, I wanted to see how it related to this episode, and I guess it does. But sure, um, I mean, yeah, I guess because like they at the end they just push that dude down the hall with the blow door. Yeah, blow it's like all right. So let me. I'll, I'll give you the Wikipedia <laughs> yeah. synopsis. A scorpion which cannot swim asks a frog to carry it across a river on the frog's back. The frog hesitates after being stung by the scorpion, but the scorpion argues that if it did that, uh, that they would both drown. The frog considers this argument sensible and agrees to transport the scorpion. Midway across the river, the scorpion stings the frog, Jeremy, dooming them both. The dying frog asks the scorpion why it stung, despite knowing the consequences, to which the scorpion replies, I couldn't help it. It's in my nature. Yeah, which is exactly what... What do you, the, what do you the, think of that, Jeremy? The, I think that's the who's same journey. Who's the scorpion? Journey. Who's the frog? The the frog is obviously grab and the scorpion uh-huh. is obviously smash. Like I think that's easy. Uh-huh. That's easy. You got it. Right you got it. Let's do it, baby. Season thirteen, episode eight, the scorpion and the frog. This was written by Meredith Glenn, directed by Robert Singer himself, which is why the episode was fun. This aired on November thirtieth, twenty seventeen. The big heist. Feeling as if they were running out of options, Sam and Dean agreed to steal a mysterious trunk belonging to a demon named Barthamus in exchange for a locator spell the Winchesters can use to track down Jack. Just really want to know what kind of junk he's got in the trunk. What's the junk, Chris? What's the junk? Turns I just out- want to know what that junk is. Just let me see that junk. I um, I think this is an okay episode. This it's ep- an okay episode. Yeah, they. This- I mean, you're famously Jeremy. You're you're a heist guy. What do you think of this heist? I don't think it's a very good. Well, I, okay, so we're we're gonna get into detail about this. But my problem with this heist specifically is that there's too much comedic shit happening. I don't uh-huh. like. I don't like. I didn't like the. And we'll get there. But like. 
Dean has the spell cast on him, so now he's Goofy Dean all of a sudden. Too, I didn't much, want too that. much, too much bants. He just wanted a clean heist. I just wanted a clean. Everybody knows what the fuck they're doing. No, you know, I, on a on a scale of soft to firm, where does this heist land? What do we? <laughs> What is the what is this that's, measuring? It's a that's Wednesday. Oh, <laughs> that's what I was. Oh, that's it's a Wednesday. Got you. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, so we start out in Cambridge, England, seven forty-five p.m. on a Friday, with a woman uh quickly going into the staff part of this museum, uh going into the archive room, um kicking in the door, which I thought was unusual until we find out that she's a demon. Um, she goes and she finds some old papers that have what look like a Nokian on it, but I think Sam. He confirms that it's like New Canaan or something. I don't know what yeah, that is, yeah. but yeah, that's a thing. Um, it's some biblical shit. <laughs> when the uh, security guard confronts this woman, she smokes out of uh, one meat suit, smokes into his, and then he just walks out, presumably with the purse that she was carrying yeah, for everything, yeah. which is very funny to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he, he walks out and then he meets up with another contact outside um, and he goes to hand over the goods uh, and he's saying, oh, you know, is Asmodeus going to reward us for this? Uh, and the fellow that he hands it off to is like, yeah, sure, whatever, pal. And then ices him. Fucking ices him with a angel blade because the, the, the world is lousy with angel Those blades. Those things are a dime a dozen now. Which, uh, I, I guess, mean, we got guess, a lot of dead angels. I was about to say, it so. makes sense if we think about the number of dead angels that yeah. we have in the world. Yeah. Uh, they they seem like, you know, miraculously incompetent. <laughs> they're we, just always, they're dressed to the nines, but they just can't seem to get it sorted out. I mean, Chris, when I worked at the Office Depot in Monroe, Louisiana, I was also famously incompetent at almost everything I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I presume that anybody who works at that, like, Angel mm-hmm. Office Depot, which is all of these people, are also all extremely... All also, can we just normalize uh, men carrying purses? Like, can we just do that? Like, I'd love to have a good. bag. I, like, care, I carry one in Animal Crossing because I got a lot of stuff. You know? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, so uh, this fella who, who has now taken the purse and its contents, don't get it twisted. He didn't just take the purse. Um, he calls Dean Winchester, of all people. And that's our kind of our stinger. Is it like, hey, I, I have something you might be interested in. Yep. And we start the episode uh, with Dean cleaning his gun. Um, Sam comes in and gives us excuses why we're not going to see Jack or Catch or Castiel on this episode, <laughs> uh, which is our our normal like beginning routine at the bunker. I wish they wouldn't do it anymore. They, they don't just, need to do it. We know. Like, we, know. we know. We're, we're well aware why you can't afford to get everybody on the same episode. You're rolling the opening credits right now, and if I don't see Castiel's name, then I know I'm not. I'm you know Misha's not here. I'm good. You don't you don't gotta inform me, Sam. <laughs> Uh, Dean's phone rings and um, it's this dude it's this demon uh, this guy tells Dean that he has a way to find Jack um, and Dean's like okay sure um, and then Sam and him kind of have this back and forth of whether or not they're going to do this Dean seems to be reluctant he seems to be pulling away from working with supernatural entities as if they were allies like having been burned yeah. with Crowley having been burned multiple times over the course of the, his hunting career if not just the last 13 years like he seems to be Hey, this we should do all of this stuff on our own when we can. Where Sam is like, "Hey, we have to do everything we can. Like that, we can't draw the line in the dirt anymore. Like we have to find Jack before he starts hurting people by accident." Um, like, dude, we've done so many spells at this point. We've done so much stuff. I don't even know if we're considered human anymore. Sam, the is amount just... of magic that we have summoned into this plane of existence just seems too much. Sam is just addicted to the magic. Like that's all that he's is. A, like dude, Sam's he's just... addicted to the thrill, man. I don't know how they talked him into being the decoy in this heist because it does not <laughs> make a lot of sense to me. Nobody has been. Uh, uh, he's the least cool under pressure person <laughs> you're ever gonna meet. So bad. He's so bad at this. Um, yeah. <laughs> They go meet this dude at the diner who introduces himself as Barthamus, a.k.a. Barthamus. Bart. 
which I refer to him as Bart throughout the rest of my notes. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'll be real with you. I can't like this guy. I was sad to see him die. Dude. He dies at the yeah. end of this episode. I was kind of disappointed. He's a fun villain. I mean, Got yes, he's doing the Crowley thing, um, but it was just a little different. It was a different flavored Crowley. Yeah. Uh, and I like that taste. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And he he says that he's a crossroads demon. Um, he he knows all about the Winchesters. He's been following their career, and he hands over the papers and says that this is a genuine Nephilim tracking spell. Uh, Sam wants to know why, and he eventually comes out that he has a job that he wants to do. Uh, that he wants them to do him a favor. Um, there's a little back and forth in this where he's got like pie at the at the counter, and Dean refuses to eat it until after the guy leaves, and then he like yeah. digs in. Um, Dean just can't. I don't like when he, I don't like when Dean plays hard. Um, or when he play like he's like, I'm a tough guy. Did you know that? It's like, <laughs> Dean, the audience knows that you're a tough yeah, guy. He knows you're Winchester, aware. so yes, yeah. he knows you're a tough guy. Please don't say it because it's just it reads as a little corny. I bet I'm I'm sure I'm in the minority on that. Um, but when Dean was like, um, you know, we don't play ball with demons. You know, when they say jump, we don't say how high. Uh, we ice them. I was like, come on, bro. Yeah, what are you doing? You sound like a dude on Xbox Live right now. Can you please <laughs> chill, chill out. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's looking at him like, bro, you said that to somebody in COD last night. Demon, uh, Dean's gamer tag. What, what do you think that 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 is set up? Uh, something with the cult, it, maybe? Like, Hunter, it, Hunter Demon Icer or something like Hunter that. Hunter yeah. 666. It's something like that, yeah. Have I told you about the time that our IT person for a company I used to work for uh, kind of disappeared and I had to like go find a bunch of passwords and had to do some like hackery bullshit to come up with his personal password to get access to some stuff? And when I revealed it, his password was Big Ball seventy eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's 70, Dean. That's Dean. That's definitely Dean. Except that's just his that username. Was Dean yeah, yeah. It's just Big Balls eighty or whatever year he was born. Um, I also I, going just to linger on this for much longer than we need to. I also don't like that Dean eats the pie because, like, what if the demon had done something to it? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. He didn't yeah. see the pie arrive. The pie was already there, which makes me very sketchy about the pie. Yeah, he, what if, even if he didn't like poison it, what if he just like sneezed in it? That's gross. Yeah, exactly. What if you got what if you got the COVID from the pie, dude? dude what, what if you doing? got COVID from pie? That's nasty, oh, dude. dude. You could have avoided that. Do you Order think... your own pie or because... a fresh slice. Ask him to warm it up with a little scoop of ice cream on the side. Nobody, nobody has to tell us this. I don't actually want to know, but because <laughs> there was such a long delay in like the final part of the final season of Supernatural because of COVID and because of a lot of mm-hmm, other factors, mm-hmm. do you think that there was like a nod? Like, do you think that they like? squeezed a covid ref in there just to make sure that they were on topic you know what i'm saying like i i knowing supernatural i would say yes okay. but i guess the audience can tell us that do you think do, i guess my question is do you think that crowley is back and does he call it the rona constantly is what mm. i want to know mm. <laughs> mm. i i mean my money's on yes 100 yes and yes uh <laughs> sam goes back to the bunker determines that this is a legit spell. Oh, but it's only half of it. We forgot to mention that. Uh, he, they're not oh, going to yeah. get the other half until they do. Half the now, half later. Like, mm-hmm. dude, half now, it literally doesn't help us. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. But, I'll, he, I'll but just the take idea it all is, of it later. hey, <laughs> Sam, he says you're the smart one, but what he says is you're a geek. Um, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, he says, you know, look into this. You can, you, which Sam does. He searches the lore to confirm, yes, this half of the spell is indeed real. If we can just get the second half. And like the backstory on this is like King Solomon wanted to keep, a, keep an don't eye care. out on the Queen of Sheba. Don't care. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I'm sorry. Please, please tell the, you can tell the listeners. Don't worry. It. I don't have the Wikipedia article up. Okay. Keep because it, I just closed it. Keep going with Queen Sheba though. I'm, I'm into it. Go ahead. So she was a Nephilim and uh, okay, the, cool. the, the, for some reason. Um, so there was a tracking spell invented by a jealous king to track his Nephilim queen. Um, so yeah, there we go. We're caught up. 
So uh, they decide after some discussion back and forth oh, that they are going to. Sorry this. to interrupt again. So after I was complaining about uh, Xbox Live Dean in the previous scene, yeah, Jensen comes into this scene and it, it, I I saw him thirteen years younger again. Okay, like, as if this was season one or two. He comes in and he sits on the table and he asks Sam, even though he's still doing I'm old man Dean voice. He comes in, he sits on the table, and he's like, "You got anything? Like, what's going on here?" And there was just this like youth, youthful energy to it that I absolutely love. It took me out of my uh, I'm angry that Dean is being such a grumpy Scrooge right now to, oh, there he is. There's there's my young man. There's my sweet boy. Um, so I just wanted to point that out. Um, they decide that they're going to take, take this dude up on his deal. They head off to the dry pipe factory where, he, where they meet up with Bart and yeah. two other people. Uh, there's a woman named Smash who is a safe expert. And then there's a demon named Grab who specializes in avoiding supernatural traps. Uh, when you found out that there was a safe cracker on the team, what were, your, what were your emotions? To walk Dude, me through it. Number one, like last week when I saw the preview, it just said, it's a heist. I'm uh-huh. tremendously excited. Now we've got a safe cracker in, in the cut. What? Yeah, yeah into yeah. this, into this. That's some, that's some shit right there. Extremely disappointed in the safe cracking in this episode. Very mm-hmm. yeah. it was a serious Minimal. blue ball situation. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting supernatural safe cracking, and I got, I, I don't know, like the fucking Elder Scrolls mini game to to lock pick. Mm-hmm. You know oh, what I'm dude, saying? Yeah, it wasn't even. It was easier than that. <laughs> it seems like it was way easier than that. I've never played a lot of the Elder Scrolls, so it was really difficult for me when I tried mm-hmm. it. But yeah, I, it I ain't guess easy. You do it a lot. Um, um, yeah, they're doing a heist. They're doing a heist. So did you recognize Smash uh, by the way? What's that? Did you recognize Smash, by the way? No. Uh, what is she in? She is the um, in the meta plot for uh, Bly Manor. Mm-hmm. House on Bly Manor. She is the woman getting married at the hotel. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Crossovers. 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 You did mention someone from Bly Manor was there, and I didn't, uh, I didn't even recognize her. Wow. Fun. Um. We are informed that there's a guy. I didn't that, congratulate her on her wedding. Oh my god! You should have. You should have really said thank you, or just <laughs> thank you for the invite, or you know, we yeah, really appreciate congratulations. you. Um, Why couldn't you post this past the plague? That would have been nice. I think, um, unfortunately, what's happening to me on this episode is I am turning into the caricature that we've created of Sam as if he was recording a podcast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I'm very sorry to the listeners. Interesting. I don't Interesting know what energy. energy okay. All right. Cool. 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 Uh, they find out that Bart wants them to break into Shrike's house. That's right, everybody. It's Bart, Smash, Grab, Dean, Sam, breaking into Shrike's house. That's what we're yeah, doing in this episode. We got a whole lot going on here. Shrike collects supernatural artifacts. Uh, the one that Bart wants is in a mahogany trunk in the basement, and it can only be opened by a man who's been to hell and back, which, of course, is Dean Winchester and also Sam Winchester, right? Does, does, Sam, does it not count for Sam because he was in the cage? But but he also went to hell to save Bobby. And he's they, been to hell like came, a couple. I he's think been he's to been to hell, hell more. And actually, they, they all went to hell when they went to, and let let Lucifer go. They were all in hell, yeah. right? Like, but they make a big deal out of it being Justine. Yeah, I guess because you get tortured in, in in hell. That's what the that's what mm-hmm. the big deal is. Yeah. Uh, um, but Shrike that doesn't make any sense. And Dean asked the obvious question of like, well, if you have to have gone to hell, like, how does Shrike open up the trunk? And he's like, well, uh, he's a sadist and a murderer. He's he has also been to hell. Bart does not want to tell them what's in the trunk. And yeah, I don't know. You thought Bart kind of like talks this guy up. I was like, he sounds fucking sick. Dude, I I really enjoyed Shrike and Bart in this. Like, I, do actually, you know, do you know what a do you know what a Shrike is? It's a it's a it's a person that Wolverine fights sometimes. It's a person that Wolverine fights sometimes. It's a it's a bird that that impales its prey on like tree branches and 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 eats the their prey while they're still alive. 
It uses objects to impale its prey. That's fucked up, right? That's a oh real my, thing from real life. Oh my god, this is the cutest little carnivore I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it'll but it'll fuck you up, dude. He's spiky, spiky little boy. Oh, dude, look at this! I'm gonna I gotta text you right this right now. This is amazing. It's fun stuff. The uh the uh the Hyperion series by Dan Simmons. The the villain of that is called Sh- the the Shrike. So that's mm-hmm. just a piece of knowledge I had because of that. Yeah, man. Oh, all right. I, listener at home, Jeremy sent me an adorable picture of a cute little bird. Um, but unfortunately, also <laughs> in that photo is a is a uh, very it, gory image it, of a, what I presume to be a mouse. Yeah, it's either a mouse or, on or a squirrel. That's yeah, up. it's really fucked That's up. Dark. If you just know, if you Google Shrike and you go to the images, like content warning, you're gonna see some dead ruins. Like this mm-hmm. motherfucker is not fucking around. But it, you know, it helps paint the picture of like this guy that we're going to deal with is like it's kind of cool. He's kind of oh there dude there he's got a fucking got a lizard on some barbed wire that dude you know he's sick. topping those leaderboards on Xbox Live but unlike so Dean he's not talking shit in the chat he's so his mic is off leaderboards and not just topping something <laughs> like I thought that you were going a whole different direction with that so glad um, Sam threatens to leave Bart says if you guys leave I'll just turn this spell over to Asmodeus Asmodeus whatever. Um, Sam and Dean walk off to kind of discuss this. And Sam's like, we got to do it. And Dean's like, you know, this is not going to work. Like, we've, I feel like I've know everything that's going to happen. It was kind of like when me and Autumn watched the first episode of that TV show Yellowstone. I was like, I can see all of the plot lines from this pilot. I don't need to watch this show. <laughs> and I just deleted the rest of them that I had downloaded. Um, but Sam says, look, we got to do it. And we'll do something different this time. When the time comes, we'll grab the spell and we'll, we'll screw him over first. Oh, so they're the scorpion. They're the scorpion. Exactly right. Bart's the frog. Bart is the frog. The Winch- The Winchesters are scorpions, just like the Monsters like Week us. host. Yeah, they're yeah, we're all scorps. Wow. Team scorps, finally. Fun. Team scorps can make it a comeback. <laughs> I love it. Fuck your Capricorn, which I think is the next one. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, so they agree to the job. Uh, and Bart... I like this little edit that they do where Bart says they'll never see us coming. And then they hard cut to two guys we've never seen before. One of them is telling uh, the other one they're coming. Uh, and this is a demon telling Shrike, who is like this old kind of wizened dude. I meant to look up we, to see what else I knew him from, but I forgot to because he he looks like he has done character acting in every single movie yeah, I've ever seen. He looks very familiar. I was actually wondering if I, we, we had maybe even seen him in a previous episode of Supernatural. Certainly um, possible. But I like this guy. He He's definitely got a lot of he's got a good vibe to him. Dude, he was um he was in the movie Doom. Oh wow! <laughs> so you know, doing he's he's doing work. <laughs> Excellent. He was in a 2020 version of Arthur and Merlin, Knights of Camelot. Just, just shouting Excellent. that out to all of my um Merlin fans. Oh, Chris, you know who this mm-hmm. fucker is? Who is he? Or he played two episodes uh, as the Night King in Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yeah, but only in Hard Home and Oathkeeper. So it's got to be like before, it was just when they were, before he started like talking and be, being really, really bad. He was they, just had the, uh, they had the, the, the stunt actor become the, the like, actual The actual dude? Yeah, okay. That yeah. makes sense. Um, anyway. <laughs> so he, this man is being warned by a demon um, that, hey, you should work with Asmodeus and, uh, you know, some shit's about to pop off at, at here, you know. Bart's up to no good. Don't don't play with him. Um, and Shrike here is like, okay, sounds cool, dude. Catch you later. Um, and then he reveals that he's trapped this demon in a uh, uh, devil's trap, devil's and trap. he does an exorcism spell. Which you know, I just it's good to hear it. 
you know, Sam and Dean are so used to just murdering <laughs> anybody who is, gets possessed by a demon at this point. That was the whole crux of like season four was like, you know, I'm exercising demons and I'm saving people. But now they're just like, if you get possessed by a demon, you deserve to die. Um, so it was good to hear the, the spell again. What do you think happened when the human that the demon was possessing just woke up in the middle of some old dude's house? <laughs> was like, where am yeah. I? What is going on? Like, this, is a, this is a fuck a weird house. He was like, yeah, well, doors that way. Um, this guy wakes up with all this trauma and like he's all fucked up and Shrike just goes hit the road Jack get out of here I don't t- tell, tell Asmodeus I don't take orders I give them I don't know who Asmodeus is man. I don't know who that is the I demon go is home. gone I don't understand any of these words uh, Sam drives up to the house they, they were putting our heist in motion. This is where I get excited, Chris. This is this is yeah. they're gonna they have decided they're gonna tr- they're gonna create a distraction. The heist jingles are jangling. I really do not like some of the heist music in this, and um, especially within some of the more comedic parts. But Sam drives up to the house. He has contacted Shrike, and he wants to sell a family heirloom. Um, Dean is in the back seat with Smash. They're like covered up in a blanket. He's making fun of her shoes because she's got like that crisp '90s style thing happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam pulls up, lets Dean and Smash out, continues down the driveway. I like this. Uh, Sam looks at Dean and says, "Hey, don't get dead." I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. remember hearing that before. We probably have, but I, I like that. That's a good. That's it a good fun. little like. It was, hey, it was, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not I'll miss you. You know what I'm saying? Don't just real quick. I'll not, miss you. Yeah. What? <laughs> imagine if Dean. <laughs> Dean imagine, wait, Dean. <laughs> bro, I'll miss you. <laughs> imagine if he was like, "Hey, Smash, Dean, come back over here." Dean, I just want to say, I love you, man. Don't die. I love you. I love you, bro. I love you so much, bro. What? What? Smash like, are, you, are, are you guys like this all the time? Or what are you? I don't know. He, he's been weird this season. <laughs> Smash is literally like, you know, you guys have, I thought you were going to have like a kind of a toxic masculinity thing going on, but this is really nice that you can get into each other's feelings like this. This is good. Please don't start with me. Smash. <laughs> you got to get smashed. Uh, uh, right, so Sam goes in. And he hits the bell, the door opens by itself, and he is invited to uh, Shrike's office. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, Dean and Smash are going around the back of the house, um, and they go in, and Smash breaks out a can of nerve damage. I, was, I thought this was going to be more of a plot point. Well, again, she... Schrodinger's n- nerve damage. No, nope, that's not what no, that's it not is. That's not what it what's is. The, what's, the, what's the one with the gun? Chekhov's. Che- Chekhov's nerve damage. <laughs> Does the nerve damage exist is the question that you're asking yourself. <laughs> Does the nerve damage exist if it cannot actually damage nerves? Who knows? Occam's nerve damage. <laughs> the only, the simplest explanation is always the nerve damage. Yeah. Um, I thought this was going to go somewhere too because she busted out and like gives him a can. And I know this was just part of them bonding, but again, once again, Dean just accepting random food from people is a thing that I cannot get my head around in, in fucking know, pandemic it, times, 2020. It, it's a metaphor, right? Yeah, 100%. Uh, this is the frog and the, and the scorpion again, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, Dean's the frog. Dean's the frog, yeah. Um, he starts doing spell stuff. Um, they, there's some back and forth about, you know, you shouldn't be working with demons. She's like, you're working with demons, that kind of thing. Uh, they share nerve damage, which is a, a drink that's been taken off the market. This reminded me of like Surge or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what was the what major was, or four loco Four loco or like, what was the, uh, what was the caffeinated water? Was that jolt? Was that I what think that it was? was jolt. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Caffeinated water was my jam. Really? Um, yeah. I, Cause I never liked, I, I still don't like energy drinks at all, but, but I can seriously get down on some caffeine highs. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, like yeah, anything yeah. that, I, if, Oh, it just tastes like, like kind of bad, w- weird water and it gets me hyper as shit. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. All right. There's, there's coffee. You should do that. You should try coffee. 
Uh, by that point, I had I had. There's only so much coffee you can drink in a day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, they put the spell together, and it's a demon summoning spell. Uh, he he lights it up, and Grab appears. Uh, we need to describe Grab a little bit because we didn't really. T- he's he's got like a little hat on some, with some mm-hmm. black glasses. Li- it's a little hat, definitely. It's definitely a little hat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, when you think about hats, like if I said he's wearing a hat, you'd be like, okay. And if I said he's wearing a Hat. Like well, you know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. He's wearing a little hat. <laughs> He's wearing a little hat. Um, they summon him in, and he casts a spell. Uh, and this is what I really don't like. Um, he does a spell because it's Dean's blood, and Dean does like a bunch of uh, physical comedy where mm-hmm. he point his hand has to point um like out of his control to where they have to go. Yeah, it, it would have been better if it was just like Dean could kind of like sense it. Yep. Um, that. Because you know, that is essentially what's happening here, but he's being dragged along by his outstretched arm, which you know that's not that's not a heist. You no. don't have uh, a comedy of errors in a heist. And they play like circus music, like da 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 da. Like they, they're doing like the everything they're stupid. Look how stupid it is. And I just I I I don't I I want my heist to be I want yeah. I want to have bands to 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 go back to a point you made earlier. I want bands, right? Like mm-hmm. I, w- I want to have the you you shouldn't work for demons. You're working for a demon kind of thing. I think that's good. <laughs> God. <laughs> I want I want my hips. Doing that. I just don't want my yeah. I, want, I don't want my hips. with the with a little with a little thumb against the nose. <laughs> um, I just don't want my hips. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to see. I don't want to make Donald. Yeah, I don't Duck want. Laugh. I want his. I don't want hips. Exactly. Thank you for understanding where I'm mm-hmm. at with this. Mm-hmm. Um. So okay, where are we doing? All right, Sam. While that's all going on, uh, Sam is is talking it up with Strike, being like, "Bro, I love your collection," and he's like, "I." I, I thought they had a little bit of a moment here, but I think that Shrike never trusted him to begin with, so it was all a lie. But Shrike is like, you want to see a basilisk, basilisk fang? And Sam's like, oh, hell yeah, I want to see a basilisk <laughs> I really fang. do. Like, he looks can... at it, and he goes, actually, this is a gorgon, gorgon tooth, but, uh, you know, that's still pretty cool. <laughs> Guy's like, okay, you fucking nerd. Please, um, Supernatural, and... show me basilisk and gorgons, please. Like, I would like to see mm-hmm. those things on the show. Please, please. Uh, so then Sam, you know, he pulls out the the pretense for him coming here is that he wants to have his item looked at. Uh, and he shows Ruby's knife. Um, and I still call it Ruby's knife. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to call it the demon killing knife. That's rude. It's Ruby's knife. It belonged to her. hundred percent agreed. Uh, yep. With you. And it, and it killed her also. So, uh, <laughs> it's hers a lot of different ways. So yeah, the knife is now in play. Occam's razor is now in play, right? Jeremy. Exactly. That, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You nailed it. That's what that means. Um, yeah. Socrates okay, so, t- toenail is what this is. Yes, that's that's, that's yes. the classic plot device. Cut back over to Dean who is, he's kind of unwilling to, to, to be a part of this because it's it's a, he realizes how ridiculous it is mm-hmm. and he doesn't like it. Um, but they, they 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 go deeper into like the the woods on the property and eventually they find the the vault that they're looking. For. Yeah, it's a cellar door unlocked. Uh, grab. We, just, we just saw this in the episode with the witch kids. Hundred uh, percent. I yep. think mm-hmm. last season. Same, <laughs> it's like the exact same, same thing. It's same. Funny. Just filmed from a different angle. Um, grab refuses to go down he said this is your job i've already done what i've came here to do uh they they walk down they find a door this looks a lot like the box that sam was imagining that he had to put in his hand in when rowena was being all blood crazy yeah. with him um yeah when he went see what he had a sex dream about rowena <laughs> he had a weird sex dream a blood sex dream about his <laughs> all of sam's sex dreams involve a little bit of blood play so i mean it just makes sense i mean since season four my, me too man i'm right there <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 um we cut back over to Sam briefly, who is now being accosted by Shrike, who thinks you're a, he's a demon. He's yeah. like, you're a demon working from Bart. I, I, you know, 
I ain't playing this stuff. They start fighting. Um, and he pretty much does have everything figured out, except for the fact that Sam's not a demon. They fight a little bit. Sam gets you know, shot at, but he's able to dodge. And in the end, Sam is able to stab Shrike in the stomach. And for like a second, the way that this man's face looked, I was worried that Sam had killed an innocent man <laughs> Me who actually too. wasn't bad. <laughs> and like, I was like, oh no, this is a huge misunderstanding. Like, he genuinely thinks that these demons are trying to kill him and Sam has been lied to and he just murdered a man. But then he doesn't die. He's immortal in his own house. And then Sam gets his own kind of nerve damage when he gets knocked out. Yep. Because uh, he picks up the basilisk slash gorgon tooth and hits Sam over the side of the head with it. Immortal in your own house. I mean, that's how I feel. <laughs> uh, me too. Like, because especially <laughs> after 2020, I feel like if I leave the uh-huh. house, I will literally die. So I feel like I'm yeah. just immortal in my own house. Um, Dean, meanwhile, is super worried about putting his hand in this scary dark place. He's concerned that there could be spiders or anything else. Yeah. Um, and Jensen does like, it is funny. Yes. But at the same time, it's like, what is going on here? It's a, it's a weird, it's, it's, it's just a weird for for me personally like i would I, I want to see like i I would prefer this to all be like we're hardcore professionals right like this is this is my time to shine as a elite hunter right i don't mind like it being a little comedic because like it's fun to watch jensen do that i just yeah my, my preference on heist movies you know what i'm saying um mm-hmm. anyway it doesn't matter uh he eventually works up the courage and we get this whole like cgi routine with his hand being grabbed and like a pencil like a little pin prick gets his gets like it looks like it's going underneath his fingernail, but it's not. It's just on the tip of his finger. It's just a little tiny little prick of skin because it just needs like a drop of blood to open the thing. Yep. Um, and again, that could have been it. And Dean like freaks out because obviously when you can't see what's happening to you, it feels so Super much scary. Uh, yeah. more terrifying. And they could have just done that of Dean, you know, working up the courage and then sticking his hand in. Um, but but you know, still be like trying to keep it cool. And then finally he gets pricked and he rips it out as it, and the audience is expecting to see it with him without his hand or something. And then it's just like, oh no, it was just a little bit prick. I, that, I really, that could have been their gag and we move on i really wish uh maybe there's a deleted scene um that sam had been in the room for this so that sam <laughs> could have just been like dean fear is the mind killer just put your hand in and then like smash andy looking at me go like what the fuck are you talking about you goddamn nerd <laughs> <laughs> you're such a fucking nerd man what are you doing oh god um the door is open it opens into a hallway uh we immediately see that like there's some weird symbols all over the floor uh smash just decides to go walk straight through uh and as she does she presses on one of these um tiles and blow darts shoot out and dean grabs her and pulls her back in um ah. do what ah <laughs> very scary I feel, ah. <laughs> feel like they could they could have seen that coming um outside strike kills grab with the with the knife and comes downstairs uh i love smashes thing here where she just kicks him in the shin and it just takes off behind him like go girl mm-hmm. like that's fucking dope yeah <laughs> she's just like she's, yeah she's just out of there he doesn't even try to stop her um she's running out the door dean and shrike kind of square up with each other he's got the knife dean pulls out a gun says you know i'm probably gonna win this scorpion beats frog <laughs> he also mentions watching game of thrones which makes a lot more sense now <laughs> now mm-hmm. that we know mm-hmm. that where this is coming from um yeah definitely as he approaches, as he kind of walks towards Dean, Dean starts to light them up. But Sam appears. He's immortal. And Dean just like yeah. knocks him right out. Hey, hey, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. He's immortal over here. Hey, <laughs> hey. The guy can't die. <laughs> Only on his own property, though. <laughs> yeah, you got to get him off the property, bro. You got to get him off the property to kill a proper. So, which they could easily do because like two seconds later, this guy's out. Yeah. <laughs> Put him in the truck. He just clocks him. He just <laughs> knocks his ass out. What's the Apollo? 
Like, does he feel pain? Because he took bullets to the chest and a knife to the gut. But one single, you know, punch to the jaw, he's lights out. Dean's got that EX alpha fucking, you know what I'm saying? Quarter circle A plus B strike. Oh, yeah. That's what he's got. Um, So uh, they tie him up. They start interrogating him. He says the blow darts are filled with uh, salt and silver and holy water and angel oil and all this other shit. Like he's got it warded against all the monsters. Dean just eventually tapes the dude's mouth shut. Um, Smash has made it all the way to the gate where Bart appears and calls her Alice. So we don't have to call her Smash anymore, Chris. We can call her Alice if you want to. I don't know which one you're Excellent. Okay. Actually, I did, I did convert. I okay. felt um, like Out I was being respect. disrespectful to the Smash community. <laughs> I don't think, dude, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the news about the Smash community, but there's no amount of disrespect that Chris Mosier can give it that they haven't already there's, given there's themselves. There's no <laughs> amount of disrespect that's too much for the Smash community. <laughs> Smash community has some, take a long, hard look at itself and remove itself out of the uh, public eye for uh-huh, a while. Uh-huh. Um, he says, Hey, you got it. You got a job to finish. And that, that's what you're here to do. But like, you, you've got to do what I tell you to do. Um, they, we cut back into Dean and Sam where Dean calls this an ancient hoodoo disco floor, which I actually do like a whole lot. That's very good. Mm, it's fun. It's fun. Um, Sam is like, we're going to have to sit down and figure this order out. And Dean's like, well, we can just wing it. And, he, and Sam says, that's, they're not like the lasers in entrapment, Dean. <laughs> and Dean has a moment. He's like, why is entrapment the one that you've seen? <laughs> Dean has the same moment that I did. It was like, wait a minute, entrapment. Why does that ring a bell? And it's because of the famous Catherine Zeta Jones where she's in like yoga pants and she's like crawling over the lasers, which is seen. I looked up because I couldn't really remember it. And I was curious about it. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> do you do you did you I don't know. If, number one, I don't know that you've seen this movie, right? Like, I, feel I, like I mean, was... I, I also Googled it because I didn't hear what they said. Mm-hmm. He said Zeta Jones and I did not hear what he said. Okay. I looked up. I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? And then I saw Catherine Zeta-Jones. I was like, oh, that's what he said. But I didn't look up beyond the movie poster. So if you just Google Entrapment, Catherine Zeta-Jones, the first YouTube link is the link to the scene that he's talking about. Um, but all I remembered was Catherine Zeta-Jones because I was 23 when this movie came out. Uh, but what's actually happening is a very creepy Sean Connery is just staring at her and her ass oh. the entire time oh. with like slow fade cuts from her ass to his face. And I'm like, oh, my God. Very strange. <laughs> she, very what, strange. Sean Connery, you're 80 years old. Why are yeah, you in this come movie? Come on, brother. Ugh, dudes. Um, Sam sees the duct tape, gets an idea, says this is a little crazy. Uh, and then what? Whoa. What do our boys get up to now? Chris? What do our boys get up? Do we get to the part where? I, oh yeah, we we are, we got a name reveal on Alice. Already covered it. Old mm-hmm. news. Let's keep it moving, people. Uh, but she shows back up now, right? No, wait, no. They do their crazy idea. Yeah, <laughs> they the, throw. The they they <laughs> mixed up there. They push Shrike in his chair across the the disco danger floor, or whatever Dean called it, mm-hmm. and this guy just gets loaded with blow darts what's your what's your number what do you think i think at least 150 at least at least we don't see his lower body that's true we only see upper body and neck and, we only see and upper face body. so um, there could be a whole series of, of a lot darts. of a lot of darts uh because dean dean shot catch with the with the blow dart last episode mm-hmm. did you think that they just got those in like the prop department and they're like we gotta use <laughs> we gotta get rid of these so we're not gonna get- hey we've been sitting on these since season two we ain't using any blow darts prop department getting desperate like first was a grenade launcher yeah. now it's the blow darts <laughs> like uh. we're just gonna go through everything pretty soon it's gonna be that weird knife that just, that sam always has yep. in the, in, in yep, the previews. In season one yeah yeah didn't somebody in our discord just confirm that they saw the grenade launcher in season one yeah absolutely it's in the i think in the very first episode of the show wow. yeah wow. It's, it's either the first or second i can't remember which one you know um, just they're very destructive and they we don't they aren't known necessarily to kill monsters so no. i understand why dean was a little bit reticent to use it 
Um, I the the idea that they taped this dude up and just rolled him down the place is very hilarious brutal, to me. Dude, like, brutal. I kind of also feel like you could just hold up some plywood, right? Mm-hmm. Like, or like, just it just seems like there's a way around it. But you know, yep, this is what they do. I just kept thinking, just roll a ball, roll a ball. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> there can't be like the the blood arts aren't like reloading themselves, right? There's a finite no. amount of no. just get a bunch yeah. of marbles and go to town. Like, have fun with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, figure and, it out. Invent it a out. drinking game. Uh, it works. So they are able to get to the safe. Uh, they can't open it, but Hey, our, our old friend, Alice shows up. Um, she has made a deal with Bart. She, uh, she sold her soul a while back, but he won't take it as long as she keeps doing jobs for him. Um, they kind of say like, Hey, we can help you. And she's like, Nope, I'm taking care of myself. Uh, let me just open this safe and I'll get, I thought we it's were going to have not even it. like an independence thing or like anything. Nope. She's just like, totally don't trust these guys to don't. be able to handle it. <laughs> you guys are fucking idiots. I don't, I don't have any trust <laughs> yeah. for you whatsoever. I don't, I don't know you. You guys are weird. I gave that dude, a, I gave that dude an expired energy drink and he drank it like a madman. <laughs> 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 and and then he made fun of my shoes. Uh, then he made fun of my shoes. I just drink it for the aesthetic. He did it out of, out of actual joy. Uh, she opens the safe. Uh, we yeah, don't. She opens the safe. We, we don't, don't get any like CGI tumblers. We don't get like an extended. No. I'm listening to the thing. Like she does. She does do a shush on Dean one time, which I guess is which okay. Is but it's like, fun. I was kind of hoping that there would be like uh, a surprise ghost that they would have to deal with. You know, they what would I'm have saying? to just do martial arts with a ghost while she like you know spins tumblers. Or like there. Or like she oh, she she gets to it and she like gets one thing and it releases a ghost and they're like oh shit go get the salt and like they have to yeah. bring it in. You oh, know what dude, I'm saying? They had to run for the salt fucking dope dude um i got good ideas right, supernatural writers get, get at ideas. me, hit, get hit at us me. Up. i'm just, I'm just kidding I'm, I'm saving them all for my fanfic so sorry right 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 i came up with a good idea we were watching um some documentary on not jack the ripper but a guy that murdered a bunch of people in england uh called just like the yorkshire ripper um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they were they were talking about like they found a tire track um, and they were trying to, you know, track down the tire track to try to figure out who it, who it was and all this other stuff. And I, t- and I told Autumn, and I've never seen this in a, like, not in Dexter or any kind of, like, no, it's, you know, Hannibal doesn't do this or anything. But, like, if I was a serial killer, wouldn't you just drive around with, like, four different tires that all had different treads on them? That's wild, dude. Right? Like, just really fuck up the crime scene and, like, blow some yeah. lines. Be changing that shit yeah. all the time. Like, just change, yeah. just constantly, just constantly changing swapping tires. out tires. Yeah. Neighbors would be like, he was normal. I mean, he seemed to be like really care about his car, but otherwise, other than that, he seemed like a normal yeah. guy. Wow, Jeremy, you might be, you might be kind of a sicko. <laughs> I might be a coming s- up with ideas like that. Yeah, I'm disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right, mad at my mom, about? and I'm not going to take it anymore. Uh, she opens the safe. Inside yeah. is a bunch of shit and a giant box. So uh, cool. they grab it. Uh, it's time to leave. We win. Episode's over, right? Yep, that's it. Uh, they get out. Bart has gotten loose. Dean's like, who cares? Fuck it. Damn um, it. They have, they've been here all night. So it's kind of daylight as they're loading the trunk in the back of the Apollo, as well as Alice. Um, but they don't get far out of the driveway until they see Shrek. Nope. Shrike. I knew yeah, I was going to do it. You called him Bart it. before, but he's Shrike. He's still Shrike. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like in an old red pickup truck sitting in the middle of the road. I expected this dude to drive like a fancy car of some sort. He gave off that like, 
that aristocratic vibe that I didn't expect to see him in a red pickup truck. Yeah, like I, I, for a minute I was like, are they bringing hat fucking Winchester back? Is that what they're about to do right now? <laughs> Did he finally get his fucking truck back and like he's working for Strike? Levels on levels. Fuck you, where's the angel? Where's the angel? <laughs> Looking for the angel. Give me back my truck, Winchester. Um, uh, I'll be like, holy shit, what? <laughs> um, Dean, yeah, so he, you know, he starts driving towards them, and Dean is driving backwards. He's, he's trying to cross the invisible um, invincibility line. He needs to get back on his property so he, he can not die. Mm-hmm. Um, Dean just casually is like, yo, sh- take care of this, Sam. Fucking spins the wheel. Sam leans out the window and shoots out the tires on this thing. Like, Amazing. literally no sweat. Not a problem. Um, Dean doesn't even, Smashes like- in the back, finally like, okay, this is the first competent thing I've seen these two do this whole time. <laughs> This is the first thing. Finally, the nerve damage is kicking in, so this dude can yeah, do something yeah. competent. Able to, maybe that's why Dean's so fucking loopy. That's right. Maybe that, maybe so, man. Maybe the nerve the damage got him Clue Masters missed a clue. He's so fucking loopy because he drank this like super caffeine. He just did cocaine with this with this nineties girl in the basement. I love it, dude. God, just railing fucking lines with Winona Ryder from the nineties. It all makes sense now. Um, they they get out. They grab Shrike. Um, they. Uh, are like going back and forth with him when Bart comes out of nowhere and cuts his head off. Um, yeah. So, but before that happens, Shrike reveals why, what the whole plot is basically. Um, he made a deal with Bart to save his son. Um, his son survived whatever sickness he had, but then unfortunately died a couple of years later, which Shrike thinks was not in the spirit of their deal, if not the letter. And Bart's like, I'm a businessman who gives a fuck. Um, so he is in the box in this trunk are Bartholomew's nope Bartholomew's his bones his human remains Bar- Bart's bones Bart's bones uh, and if they burn them he will die because we've yeah. seen that before we've established um, we've, um, we've also these seen crossroads also demons seen, always got their bones they need to sort their bones out dude I mean like number one job for a crossroad demon is to figure out your bones immediately like so I wouldn't be doing come, deals how come what's his name didn't just burn them previously because if he so if he burns them does that rescind the deal or what i don't know i, don't, I mean like i would i would think if he got him he would just burn them and that would be this, the end of it that like, seems like done. that would be i mean i'm sure they mentioned it but i didn't pay attention um but it just seems like if you hate this motherfucker you just burn his ass yep and then you're good to go you're probably you're probably off i don't know uh maybe that's Bart- not how it works uh, cuts the cuts the head off and said this dude was you know he was super bad too so it's no big deal. Um, Alice, here's your wad of cash and and boys, here's your here's your spell. All you have to do is push the the thing over. And they're like, yeah, we're not going to do that. We're 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 going to we're going to kill you. And he's like, oh really? And he grabs Alice and it's like, if you do yeah, that, you I'm gonna kill her. Frog, here we yeah. come. <laughs> yeah, time for the fucking scorpion to come out. Uh, Bart's like, what? <laughs> there's this thing. <laughs> That Supernatural has been doing lately. Um, they did this in the Cowboy episode where uh, Dean sets it up so that the civilian can kill the monster. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so awkward and hammy. Like, the blocking really doesn't work out. So, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. the idea here is he's, like, subtly hinting to her. Like, yeah, you just got to take care of yourself, right? And, like, he's looking down. And I'm like, everybody in this room can read, can know exactly what's going on. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she looks down and there's... Except like, for Sam, who's like, wow, wow, Dean, you're being kind of a dick. <laughs> what's going on, dude? <laughs> Sam's that? the only one who's not in on it. I haven't, I haven't really seen you like this since the last time you had a nerve damage. Are you okay? <laughs> what are you, you're, not you back, okay? you're not back on the sauce, are you? <laughs> don't tell me. Dean, don't tell me. <laughs> you know, the only thing to survive that fire at Bobby's house was that room that y'all put me in with the demon blood. And I will put your ass in there if you're back on that nerve damage. <laughs> <laughs> 
but Dean has left his lighter in there. Um, and presumably somehow soaked the whole thing with gasoline. And you know how flammable bones are. Super flammable. Oh, yeah, presumably soaked him, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I just picture him, like, having, like, a tube coming out of his jacket. Like, you know what I'm saying? The arm of his jacket where he just can soak something in gasoline in a moment's notice. He's ready. He's ready at all times. Uh, everything in the supernatural universe, it's, it's just highly flammable. <laughs> Super flammable. That's, it's a different universe. Imagine them going to another universe via Jack, and like all of a sudden they can't burn a body, and they're like, wait a minute. What do I... Yeah, like, what? They've never what? heard of gasoline Why? before. Yeah. <laughs> What's an accelerant, Sammy? <laughs> yeah. So um, Alice leans forward to uh, pick up the bones for Bart, if he had just done it himself. Typical frog move, am I right? Typical um, frog she, move. She grabs a lighter, and of course, she lights his ass up, which is, you know, it's a win for us, but I'm a little sad we won't see this guy again. Yeah, um, I am too, because uh, I liked him. Um, and also, like, just to go back to my point, like, the blocking on this seems really weird, so it's, like, really fucking slow. Like, she grabs the lighter, and what I thought she was going to do is just, while she's leaned over, like, flick it and then throw it in there, but she, like, stands well, up like turns yeah. around shows him the lighter and then lights it and drops in the thing all dramatic like i'm like dude i don't you guys bart, reaction bart times. knows when she's on that nerve damage that she's a little <laughs> off <laughs> he's seen it enough times now so that's what he was you know anticipating here and then he was like oh shit oh no fuck you think she sold her soul for the, for nerve damage access like for like a lifetime uh, supply yeah we don't know what she did it for right mm -hmm. no idea it's um, like mind your business i hope we see her again but who knows? We, we don't. I looked up at IMDb because I was curious. <laughs> she never Hell appears yeah. again. All right. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> um, as, as the bones start to burn, he starts to burn and everybody just stands there watching before Dean's like, oh yeah, the spell, he has it in his hand. And of course the spell, <laughs> the other half of the spell burns okay. up before Sam. The spell, the spell kind of catches on fire, right? So you yep. would lose some of it, but mm -hmm. hey, maybe you can still salvage it. And what Sam does is instead of snuffing the flame by like, Stepping on it, doing literally anything, he fans the flame. Fans the flame. Literally, mm -hmm. Jared Padalecki gets up there and he fans the flame. He makes it way worse than it would have been. All you had to do was put one fucking fat boot down on that thing and it's over. But you fanned it and you made it burn brighter than before, bro. Bro, you were wearing so much flannel that would just you could just drop your jacket on this bad boy and like call it a day and and have yep. like three quarters of this page. But instead, you have mm -hmm. nothing because you nothing. were you were too precious about your weird flannel outfits. Um, weirdo they put uh alice back on a bucker uh she says she's gonna be good dean does a hey alice stay weird kind of thing which i was like all right i was like is this supposed to be charlie 2.0 yeah what why are we did doing? you kill charlie yeah now you suddenly you're like oh we need a charlie like character well wouldn't it have been great if you didn't kill her would uh would like to have a safe cracker on the team if only because that means that we'll get to see some safes being cracked like and, and down that means that. that they just start robbing banks fucking a dude season 14 they're taking a weird turn i love I'm it here for it dude if every episode is a bank heist sign be the fuck up just different banks yep. <laughs> alternate universe bank heist what time travel yeah, bank heist what i'm into it i'm into it vampire bank heist fuck oh, chris don't even don't even talk to me about a blood bank heist Oh, oh shit, a blood bank guy. That's that we're gonna write that story. We gotta we're write, write that, that immediately. Um they go back to the bunker, Dean pops up in a couple of cold ones, uh classic, you know, small reserve IPAs all the way through. Um <laughs> yep. Sam is feeling pretty down about this whole situation because they're kind of just at the same part that they started uh at the beginning of the episode, and Dean is like, Nope, we're gonna do this, we're gonna keep working because that's what we do, that's how we win things. And Sam says, you know, it's really nice to see you back on this train. And Dean says, it's back to fucking nerve damage, dude. It's got me back in my game again. <laughs> it's got me back on my fucking A game, brother. Before Alice left, she got me like fuck a case of that shit. We are going to yeah. town. 
she couldn't take it on the bus with her, so she just left it all with me, yep. man. TSA got strict on them buses, so I've got a ton <laughs> of nerve damage. Woo! And that's it. That's and the episode. Yeah, it, it is a nice moment between the brothers. It's nice to see Dean be um be nice guy Dean again, and he really cheers Sam up, which is which is cute. It's a cute moment. Cute moment. Uh, and it's good to see Dean like positive after an extended early part of the season where he was not that. He was testing negative, but now he's testing positive. Ooh. Um, this is an okay episode. I'm disappointed in yeah, the heist. Right. Uh, I'm disappointed that they introduced a kind of a cool villain that I liked more than say Asmodeus or Lucifer mm-hmm. and then killed him in the mm-hmm. same episode. Uh, mm-hmm. And they introduced, um, you know, a fun side character who apparently never comes back. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, they couldn't fit her into the wayward girls situation. Even Shrike was fucking cool. <laughs> Why didn't they call Jody? Like call Jody. I guess she's not underage, yeah, it, but like still yeah. like she seems like a good fit like hey we have a we have a friend that runs like you know a house for wayward girls or whatever whatever um yeah it's okay this episode was okay it wasn't terrible okay yeah, yeah it's okay fun it moments fun. yeah anything that you want to you want to get off your chest about it um you know i hope that dean continues to be nice yeah that's, that's <laughs> I the like, thing I don't, I don't like mean dean i'm sick of it we're on I'm season a... 13 these boys should just be nice to everyone all the time okay thank you uh, I'm looking, I'm skimming through the, um, trivia section to find out. To if see anything... if it says Dean was nice in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't actually say anything. Um, they do the thing that we did, which is also counting all the times that Sam went to hell, which is like three times. So, um, okay. but they finish it with, however, Barthamus may have been unaware of this or needed someone who had died and gone to hell and then come back. Like, I like how they just invent shit for the writers yeah, sometimes. Yeah, like, actually. Yeah. Um, um, actually. Thank you everybody for listening. Yeah, thank, uh, you. thank you to all of the wonderful people. On- I've had a little bit of nerve damage this episode, so you know I apologize. But thank you for sticking it's, with us. It's a weird time in the world, Chris. It's a weird time for both of us. Um, thank you to all of our patrons over Patreon.com/slash the Week. We love you. Thank you to all the people uh, co- talking to us um, and chatting with us on social media. We super appreciate that. That's super awesome. Uh, I think you- if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, is this the first episode of, of the new year? Um, or is this the last episode? No, 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 no. You're absolutely right. So, yeah, we're recording this a week early, so this will come out on January seventh. So this will be the first. So happy 2021, everybody. Happy 2021. Let's hope this is a better year. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're listening to this, that means you made it through 2020. Yeah. So, um, and if you're not listening to it, all it means is that you haven't googled supernatural podcast and discarded the first four on Google. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just come on. That's it. Have a good year. Yeah, we love you. Uh, we'll be back next <laughs> we week to talk about... Thank you, everybody. What is the... Uh, go back, go back, go back, go back. To talk about Jack and Kaya. Wait, where'd it go? Oh. Disrupt the world. Oh. Kaya? Oh, no. That's going to be a whole thing. Hopefully they'll say it pretty early in the episode. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Whoa. I was just testing my mic, sorry. Is it, is it really loud? Um, it was at first. Now you sound normal. Well, that's because I pulled back. Pull it back, Chris. Pull back. Like that NPC tells you to do in Dark Souls 2. How does this sound? Is this any better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's... Um, I like the mic, but I don't know if I'm, you know, doing it right. Also, you can hear me. Does it sound... 
like if using the correct microphone on Discord? Um, it does. Yes. Okay. I'm guessing since I'm using the same whatever interface that it's just picking up on that. Now I'm gonna lean back a little bit. Tell me if you can still hear me. You were significantly quieter when you lean back that way. Yeah. So when I do that, my waveform like disappears. So I'm going to have to like remain on the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Now that you got the super expensive mic, you probably need the um, super expensive like arm for it. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> You're hot. You're hot Was on that, that too mic. Loud? Was that too loud again? No, it's just the volume is changing. Like, because I'm guessing you're backing, going back and forth from the mic. So every once in a while, you just come in hot like this. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know where I'm supposed to be. You're, uh, I mean, you're good. I mean, I can kind of adjust anything. Just, I this think is going to be a stay, shit show. I think if you just my, stay consistent, it'll be fine. I'm I'm at the same like distance that I would normally be at, and my waveform is pretty small right now. Mm-hmm. But can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Yeah, you're coming through totally well. Super great. Amazing. You okay, bud? Um, you know. This is the first time I'm speaking today. No, that's not true. I talked to Jess on the phone earlier. I've been in a bad mood all day. Just one of those days. You're coming, you're coming in with a bad mood, man. What's going on? Oh, I'm, I, All right. So let me just shake that off real quick. Let tell, me tell, tell your you friend Jeremy all want. about it. Tell, tell, tell your friend Jeremy. No, it, it ain't even about the bad mood. Just I, uh, So I'm just watching random YouTube videos while I'm working. And uh, this video, I guess it was kind of a mean-spirited video, but uh, I don't care. Um, it was called... 2001 an anime odyssey uh that was the name of the youtube video and i guess it was clips from a an anime docu like convention documentary made presumably in 2001 i don't know but it was chronicling all of these um conventions and the way things were back in the 90s and holy shit dude it was so fucking bizarre i thought that it was bizarre when i went to an anime convention in like 2011 back in the 90s it was just it's all dudes like my age, your age, who have like have just spoken to like maybe eleven people in their entire lives, finally getting together in a in a group all dressed as Inuyasha or something, and um, it's a, it was it was a lot. I I think I take for granted how much anime has become mainstream these days. You know, so looking back to when it was like you had to know Japanese and you had to have like import VHS tapes from Japan. To, in order to watch anime, you had to be hardcore about it. You did not have time for friends or social skills. Or you had to have, like, friends that were also into anime. Like, that yeah. you, could, yeah, you, yeah, could, yeah. you could swap tapes with, right? That's what I always heard people doing. Like, I'm going to yeah. swap my, my dubs of Inuyasha for your dubs of Neon Genesis Evangeline. And then, like, that's we're, exactly, and, yes, exactly. It's going to be yeah, super I, cool I, with I had friends. it easy. I had it so easy this whole time. And I thought you had that Crunchyroll. What the fuck are you talking I, about? Right, right. I got Crunchyroll now. I had, uh, you know, because. I got introduced to to anime through Toonami. Like, it was just like, hey, it's on TV literally every day when you get home from school. <laughs> like, I got to sit down, do my homework with the TV on, and now Goku's screaming at me. Like, I can't get away from it, even if I want to. Um, <laughs> still can't get away. I'm trapped, Jeremy. Help me. Uh, yeah, it's it's just, it was just wild. Because I thought I had a pretty good idea of what cons were like in the early 2000s. Because watching, like, I would rent anime DVDs, and if you go to, like, special features on them, it would randomly be, like, you know, footage from from conventions of, of fans meeting voice actors or whatever it was. Um, I, I was subscribed to uh, a magazine called New Type USA, um, which was an anime magazine. T Y and New Type and you Type. New Type, yes. Okay. Like new and type. New Type. New Type USA. 
Um, it so it was an anime magazine. It was like ninety five dollars a year, and I saved up for like six months of like my allowance when I was like thirteen, so nice. that I could uh, <laughs> subscribe to this magazine. If I hadn't been buying so many X Men comic books at that same exact age, I would be making mm-hmm. so much fun of you right now. But I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't commit. Dude, like, I was I'd... so desperate because it was the reason it was so expensive for the subscription was because each magazine, each issue came with a, a DVD of anime on it. Um, it would be like four episode ones of different series, and I didn't know how else to find new series. It was just what was on Toonami. That was all I could see, and that was you know Dragon Ball, Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, Gundam, whatever else was popular back then. Uh, so I had to get my mitts on something more, you know? Um, you had to get it more. All. It just introduced me to so many fucking weird things. <laughs> but one of those things was it would, there would be pictures of conventions. Um, and it's just, so I thought I had a pretty good idea of what it was like back then. But I am realizing now I, had, I have no idea. I still have no idea. I'm, um, I'm curious if, so we, we've been watching Bob's Burgers as like our mm-hmm. um like we're gonna sit down and eat and we just want something in the background. Great um, show. And we've watched most of these before, so I'd I'd seen this episode before, but it's the one where um Tina wants to go to the pony convention for her yeah. horse TV yeah, yeah, show. Yeah. And she shows up and it's just all dudes dressed up as ponies and obviously like uh-huh. making fun of my little pony and doing the whole thing thing. But like I have to imagine that it's definitely like that nowadays, <laughs> where there's just mm-hmm. almost no mm-hmm. room for other people in a fandom because you know, middle aged dudes. It's all are yeah, middle aged <laughs> dudes who are yeah. taking up a space in the fandom, and it's hard because I see you know you see anime on Twitter, and from my experience, it's usually what seem to be teenagers talking about it. Um, now, obviously, I don't know on Twitter to see stuff trending because I have an interest in anime. That stuff will show up for me. I assume it's teenagers by the way that they talk about stuff. Um, but then I, I guess I'm trying to think. So I went to one anime convention. In maybe 2012, and in my mind, it felt like I was a fish out of water because I was 21 or 22, and I thought I was a huge geek, but I I felt like extremely normal. But like as an outsider, like I didn't feel good. I was like, they're gonna they're gonna hunt me. They're gonna find me. They're gonna know I'm not a real otaku or whatever. You know. Um, I uh, I I definitely feel that way. Like when I go when I've gone to comic book conventions, I'm like, oh, I like mm -hmm. this stuff, but I don't none of this stuff is my identity as a person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's that's always been the separation for me that's why i always felt kind of abandoned by being too geeky for the cool kids but like not geeky enough for the geeks like i've always felt in that weird middle ground where i'm like i'm reading stephen king if you guys want to talk about the saints i'm here (laughs) like i don't know i don't know what to do it's a weirdly like isolating experience which maybe that's a little dramatic and i was lucky because you know i've had the same best friend my entire life steve um, and Steve was always into basically the same stuff I was into, but we would like all of our other friends, like none of them were like deep into the stuff that we were into, which was mostly just anime and video games. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, you know, they were like, would play world of Warcraft with us or whatever, but nobody was ever like that one extra step further. They were all just regular dudes. <laughs> but then I would go to hang out with like the anime kids at school. And I'd be like, I, I feel like y'all are speaking a different language. I can't communicate. I'm stuck here in the middle and I'm lost. Yeah, this and I don't is, know what to do. This is too much. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like this is this is and all so yeah. Going to going to that convention, there was definitely a lot of dudes who were like way older, and they they were all business about their experience at the anime convention. Um, but there was a, there, a big number of what I presume to be younger people because they were always like they were sitting in piles. That's the only way to describe the way that these people would seat themselves. Just piles of of otaku 
on the floor playing 3DS or or whatever it was. Um, everywhere, everywhere you go in this just gross co- uh, convention hall, just kids sitting around playing 3DS, and they would constantly. The year I went, they would constantly scream. Somebody would scream out into the convention hall, "What time is it?" And then like everybody would respond back with Adventure Time. And the first time I heard that, I was like, yo, Steve, we got to get out of here. I don't like this. This is not good. This is weird. This is making me uncomfortable. Why are they doing this? Everybody was always trying to give each other high fives and hugs. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. And then, you know, as you spend more time, you go, okay, these are people, you know, getting out of their shell. They're embracing their community. They're finally able to be themselves. Um, And, you know, I've never reached that enlightenment, right? I'm I'm always going to hate myself a little bit. That's part of being a a good nerd has to hate themselves. Um, Yeah, it's not healthy, but it's it's definitely the way that I felt for most of my (laughs) teenage, excuse me, my teenage years. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I've been thinking about that because I always want to talk about anime and stuff. Me and Jess have been watching a ton of anime, especially, you know, we we finally saw each other um, uh, after my COVID incident, Um, but all that time that we, we couldn't hang out, we would FaceTime and we would usually end up watching anime because it's easier to sit down and like watch an episode of something than it is to sit down on FaceTime and watch um, like a full length movie. Uh, though we did watch uh, Fellowship of the Ring and Two Towers via FaceTime. So Fuck that's, yes. You know, Fuck not yes, that's great. Goals, <laughs> uh, as the teenagers say. Yeah, that's goals. Yeah, dude. I, I know. So I, I tweeted about this and Kumail Nanjiani had tweeted um, his journey of watching Lord of the Rings over Christmas. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I watched, I, and I, I saw those tweets. Yeah, dude, Two Towers has so many quotable, like, great, like, oh, yeah. funny out of context, also kind of funny in context, like, one-liners. And and Kumail tweeted the, looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. It's just, you know, one of the orcs kills another orc, and they're all, they're, they're all going to eat each other, whatever. Uh, but I just kept thinking about that line, because I saw that tweet. So as we're watching this, anytime they'd show an orc, I would just say out loud, looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> and then we finally got to that scene, and I was basically screaming. I was losing my mind. And I hate when people talk and like quote the movie as you watch the movie, but I can't fucking help myself when I watch Lord of the Rings. It's so funny. It's hard not to, man, because you get so excited watching it that you're just so into it. Um, I mean, it's just so much. It was, it's just so much fun. It's we so watched. Much we fun. watched She's... those two. We had, we didn't watch the last one. Um, mm-hmm. But we ha- and we've only the reason we haven't is because it's like five hours long. Right? It's a like, long movie. Yeah. we didn't watch the uh, we didn't watch the extended editions because I have the Blu-rays, but we were just watching it on Hulu, and um, it's weird. There's so much that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm so used to watching the extended edition that like I, f- I feel like I don't know these characters at all anymore. <laughs> Who so are these missing. people? <laughs> Why don't I feel attached to? But that's Buck the thing is like is. I I watch Lord of the Rings and I'm like I want to talk about Lord of the Rings. I can talk to anybody about Lord of the Rings. I was tweeting about it and everybody's chiming in because everybody loves Lord of the Rings. Everybody loves but talking about Lord as, of the Rings. <laughs> as soon as I start tweeting about like anime, like these random specific things that me and Jess just watched, people are nothing silence. There's there's no. I'm still I'm still in that middle ground. I can't fit in with the normies, Jeremy, but I can't fit in with the anime geeks either. I don't I like know where, where I stand. <laughs> I like how like our Twitter is now like your your lunchtime, your your high school mm-hmm. lunchtime, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that does, it's not the way that works at all. No, I don't know where I belong. It's I mean I'm 30, so I don't think I need to worry about it too much. I mean but. I'm I'm 40, and it's gotten to the point where the two people that I can talk about Star Wars with, I've I've said to both of them, hey, if I'm talking about Star Wars too much with you, you should tell me and I will stop. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, I am just ranting at Autumn about, like, things that happen in the fucking Clone Wars series, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. It's good, though. It's ridiculous. 
It's um, it's a it's slow good. burn, but I feel like you're going to be really attached to everybody when it's like said and done. Like it's it's ridiculous to think the like Ahsoka wasn't in the movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. now, I like I have so much of a different opinion about Anakin's whole fall because of his relationship with Ahsoka and how like her frustrations with the Jedi Council reflected back onto him and like and also like she was a positive force for a while like trying to encourage him to do this or this or that and the other and i know mm-hmm. i'm probably talking spoilers but like it's star wars guys like yeah I mean? we i mean i i <laughs> was well aware of ahsoka's character arc and i have not watched clone wars so okay. i yeah. feel like it's not too bad but it's um and it's just wild to me that i'll eventually watch like attack of the clones and um mm-hmm. what's the third one what's the third one in that revenge of the sith revenge of the sith and like none of that will be present like that will just yeah. be not existent and like, so attack of the clones it's like whatever because you know anakin's still a padawan you can get through it it's a i mean it's a terrible movie it's a terrible <laughs> but, fucking movie yeah. but there's no ahsoka yet right because you know he's still a padawan but then yeah you'll jump into um revenge of the sith and it's like you know buddy buddy uh anakin and obi-wan for like 15 minutes uh, but then no mention of anybody else and or, or or anything that happened anakin has a scar on his eye mm-hmm and I don't know if it's addressed in, in the like CGI animated series, because the original short animated series, Clone Wars, shows, I think it's Anakin fights Ventress, the Sith. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think she's in that one. It's, and it's like the 2D cartoon. It's not the 3D cartoon. Um, and it shows how he got his scar there. I watched that in like middle school. It was like, whoa, that, was, that wasn't in the movie. That's crazy. But <laughs> uh, then they just also were like, you know, what? we're actually going to do a whole other like seven season show in between as well. God, Ventress is so fucking cool. Like she's I, pretty fucking she, cool. She, 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 she flies a, a dope ass ship. Her ship is yep. so fucking cool looking. Um, she has a dope life and she does dope shit. She has a dope life and she does dope shit. <laughs> she went back to her home world and created a, 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 another Darth Maul just to fuck that's, with Dooku. Like that's fucking that's, dope, dude. That's dope that's shit right fuck. there. That's tight dope shit, fuck. dude. What yeah. are you gonna do about it? You can't do nothing about that shit. Um, and then and then like there will be just a, a, like a and and they did some cool stuff in this, but then there was like a four episode arc where um like the robots R two D two. And like four other robots that I've never heard of, like went on an adventure, right? Like they had to go steal. We don't need that. We don't yeah, they had that. to go steal a thing and bring it back to the Jedi Council, and then like they got waylaid, so they had to land, crash land on this planet where they found a clone who had forgotten, who had amnesia, <laughs> and they had to, oh, you know, that had clone amnesia, clone, clone amnesia, man. Um, and it was just weird. Like all that stuff is super weird, right? Like all of that mm-hmm. stuff is, but it's just like, you're like, I was watching, I'm like, why am I watching this? And I'm not right. Like I'm looking at my phone. I'm doing other right. shit while that's, that's on. I'm not devoting my full attention. Although the end of season four and the end of season five, both have incredibly good plot lines and they do some really cool stuff with like all See, of the even, Darth Maul stuff and everything. It's just really good. <clears throat> even star Wars shows have filler. Um, long running anime always have a lot of filler. I, oh, yeah. I've heard talked about Bleach before. It was my favorite manga when I was growing up. And it's a long, it's a long thing. It's like 76 volumes, like straight story. You know, these aren't branching paths or anything. That's just a straight story. Each volume was about 200 pages. Like, that's, that's a lot of comic book. Um, and the, the anime got canceled like towards the end. And I never knew why. I just assumed people didn't really like it that much. But it was really, really popular at one point. And now I'm finally watching through the anime. I'm like 150 episodes in. And... There was a 50 episode filler arc where something that was not in the manga 
was completely oh different, God. which I thought, I thought that's good. You know, maybe that'll be kind of cool, right? Because I'm no longer waiting to see what happens. I know what happens. So this is like, this is going to be new for me. I'm not, you know, this is new content, new Bleach content for Chris after all these years. That's great. Uh, no, it wasn't great. It was 50 episodes of just nonsense that had nothing to do with anything. And there was like, it, the premise on, it was like, okay, you've heard of Soul Reapers and they kill demons, blah, blah, blah. But what about vampires? We're bringing vampires in. I was like, that sounds fucking tight as fuck. I love vampires. I mean, I love it wasn't vampires. cool at all. Love, it was not cool at all. And it was 50 fucking episodes. They got Troy Baker voicing the main villain, but it sucked. It wasn't cool at all. That's and I'm like, all right, it's fine. I got through that. No big deal. Um, I watch another, I, I don't even want to, maybe, maybe another 50 episodes, if I'm being generous. And it wasn't filler, but it was a lot of, um, I mean, yeah, it was filler. Because it's normally, there, there's a certain part in the arc where the, you know, the main character, he returns to his hometown. Everything's chill again. And then a bunch of his friends that he made on his journey, they all come to his hometown too. And like, hey, something's going on here, so we're going to stick around. And then, like, two chapters later, ship pops off. They're fighting the new bad guys. Here we go. Let's do this. But now it's just been, like, following the daily lives of all of his friends living in his hometown. I'm like, all right, I'm, you know, I'm okay with seeing this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I, I can yeah, watch sure, this. I like sure, these sure. characters. And then we just reached another point where things are about to pop off again, and we get another fucking filler arc. And I'm looking at all these filler arcs. There's two more at least coming up for me out of a 300 and something episode show. That's a lot of episodes. It's that's a more whole than lot of well. That, I don't know if that's more than Supernatural, but it's it's a lot of episodes. It's, it's less than Supernatural, but not by a lot. So. And close to, if not more than, one hundred episodes of that are filler. They are not related to the main story. Absolutely <laughs> They're just there. ridiculous. And like, absolutely it's ridiculous. Like, it, the equivalent of of Super Saiyan in Bleach is called Bankai, and because they can't just like have the main character using his like special ability all the time, so like every time a, a new filler arc comes in they're like oh Ichigo's not feeling well so he can't he can't use his superpower anymore because he has to be like on par with these really weak filler villains so it's just it's just nonsense it's absolute nonsense I will say there was a there was a pretty large arc about some Jedi kids getting um going to get the crystals so they could assemble their own uh lightsabers for the first time and that's something I've always been kind of fascinated with it because I don't think the movies have ever really dealt with it uh I would so like seeing that stuff on the screen was really cool. And like the kids trying to figure out how to put their lightsabers together. Very cool. But like they, they each had to go into this like dungeon, right? They had the ice dungeon that they had to go through and find mm-hmm. their own like crystal. That's specifically I've been there. I know specifically for them. And they learned a lesson while they did it. Yoda was there. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a whole yeah. thing. Oh yeah. But during the main parts of like star Wars, people just be swapping those sabers left and right. Mm-hmm. Like no our sweat. boy, no our boy sweat. Finn can just turn one on. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand what the point of having, like, a, a special crystal for your lightsaber is if, like, I can just hand it to Autumn and it, Autumn can just use it to kill me. Like, that sucks. Yeah. I, yeah, it always seemed like it was, like, on the fence of whether or not it was supposed to be special or not. But then yeah. the argument when we were kids would always be like, well, Han Solo uses Luke's lightsaber in um, uh, Empire Strikes Back to cut open the Tauntaun. And, you know, it's like, all right, well, I guess it doesn't matter. Anybody yeah. can use a fucking lightsaber. Literally anybody can use it if they just pick it up. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Which yeah. is fine. Like, I don't really care, but it's just, like, they made a big deal out of it in the show of, mm-hmm. like, it's a special crystal and, like, one person tried to use somebody else's crystal and it didn't work and all this other kind of stuff. Like, I, I don't know, it's just very funny to me. Like, Star Wars is all over the place with that stuff. I can't believe time. it's fucking 2020, almost 2021, and I'm, like, way into fucking Star Wars again. Like, that's hey, sometimes some you just gotta shit. do it. You just gotta do it. You're gonna love Fallen Order when you play it. Because you're talking about all the shit. I'm like, oh, man, that was in Fallen Order. I didn't even know that was from Clone Wars. So you're going to be all over it. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. I just it's don't like know. Sekiro Light. You'll, 
Hate it. Hey, let me pitch something to you. Speaking of Sekiro, right. um, I started doing crossword puzzles in my spare time because that's how this that's how this vacation is going. If you're mm-hmm. curious, um, I was and um the the New York Times app gives you some free whatever. Um, and some free puzzles, and then you have to like buy packs or subscribe to get all of the stuff or whatever, right? Like it has mm-hmm. mon- they're monetizing all that shit. Microtransactions. Microtransactions. Yeah, <laughs> MT- MTX, as they say in yeah. the biz. Um, so my, my, but I was as I was playing them, I realized very quickly, like you start on like the Mondays and Tuesdays, right? And that's those are fairly easy. You can knock those, yeah. those out. Wednesdays start getting a little tricky, and then by like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like you better have been to a Broadway play, like preferably 10. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like you yeah. need to know, you need to you know have some culture. shit. You got to have, have money. You got to have culture. You need absolutely. Education. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to have like, you got to be kind of well versed on like 70 sitcom actors. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to, they're going <laughs> to, yeah. they're going to go yeah. deep, but I was thinking about it. And, um, somebody on Twitter had been talking about like accessibility and video games and things like that, which is a pretty common topic around the souls thing, which is, you know, me, a bunch of my friends and your friends are, Souls people. Uh, and I was just thinking of like Sekiro, but what if the difficulty slider was just Monday through Sunday? Yeah. And like, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday is, is super hard, super difficult. Parry timing's legit. You have to be on your game. And then you have like something to brag about, like, right. Or you can work your way up through the ranks of like, yeah, I can get through Thursday. I'm still trying to, to kill Ishin on Friday. Can't really uh-huh. do it. It's really, really, you have to be, you have to get your timing down. But I just think that I've invented a extremely cool I, way to d- make adjust difficulty in games. And I, don't, <laughs> I love that. People, I mean, hey, go into your in-game settings. You can change the calendar so it's whatever day you want. You can cheat if you want. But I bet, I bet there's actually stuff like that in like MMOs, right? You go online and like on different days of the week, there's different content available or whatever. But I love the idea of being able to beat the Sunday boss in a game, right? Um, and in a single-player game, just for bragging rights, right? Like you, you can beat. You beat the Sunday boss, so you get a you know a special upgrade that you don't get if you beat the Monday boss. Mm-hmm. It's easiest on Monday, but the rewards are, are lesser and doesn't punish you if you if you just do it the easy way. But uh, and then of course, as people will be like, well, I can only play on Sundays, and it's really hard, so fuck you. But you know, I don't know. I love that idea. I just think it would be fun. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. hey, I'm 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 a good enough player for Wednesday Sekiro, and like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've got all my life. The boss has all of their life, but like parry timings are a little flexible <laughs> or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, yeah, that's no, I love that idea. Um, yeah, I guess we should talk about Supernatural, huh? It's been we're getting in there. Yeah, yeah. I've been, what am I even talking about? Anime? Yeah, we just been long story short. About anime you know, and Star I can't, Wars. I we're can't s- talk to the anime teens because they're teenagers, uh, and I'm scared to talk to hardcore anime fans of my own age. So um, I'm lost, and 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 um, it's time for me to get you fully into anime, Jeremy. How Let's do you do this. how do you think I feel being into Star Wars, where nobody likes anybody, nobody likes anybody? <laughs> that's just... true. That's true. The Star Wars that's that's rough. That's rough. Yeah, it's it has not been good for anybody, unfortunately. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, did you have a good Christmas before we get off of stuff we haven't talked since Christmas? Um, so. Yeah, I didn't do anything for Christmas, but uh, I did see Jess the following weekend. So, uh, so okay. yes. How about you? I had a great Christmas. Um, Excellent. I had one of those experiences where uh, after Christmas Day, like we opened presents, we ate a, ate a bunch of food, all that stuff, like real quickly cleaned up. Um, we had one house guest and she was like, let's watch Wonder Woman. And I'm like, let's watch Wonder Woman. I'm into it. Autumn was like, I'm taking a nap. I don't give a shit about Wonder Woman. I was like, all right, cool. No problem. Uh, five minutes into the movie, the house guest. Wait, 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 wait. So, you like the first Wonder Woman? Yes. You're a fan? Yes. 
It's good. Okay. Good, good movie. Okay. Uh, now, what's your what's your take on the second one? Well, just five minutes into the movie, my house guest who wanted to watch it was dead ass asleep, <laughs> like okay. completely dead to the world. Okay, excellent, excellent. Yeah, yeah. So eventually, she just gets up and goes to the bedroom that she's she, she's sleeping in, and like I'm just out there, and like nobody's around. It's completely quiet. The house is clean. <laughs> I have no chores whatsoever, no podcast to edit. Like I was just like, okay, I'll I'll watch Wonder Woman, which I really did not like. It was not a very good movie. Bummer. Um, That's a bummer. Uh, um, but hundred hours long. I heard it's about. It was like two plus, I think two thirty maybe. Um, but no, but no hobbits, no hobbits, no orcs. That's odd because um, hobbits is usually what what uh, pumps up a a, a runtime. Are you uh are you kind of into cat girls at all? That's an anime thing, right? You're probably into yeah. Those. Cat girls is definitely an anime thing, not my thing, but it's definitely an anime thing for sure. Would you say that you're a fan of Kristen Wiig? Um, she seems okay. She's funny. Let, let me let me let me pitch you on this, Mosier. Oh, it, okay. Kristen Wiig, Catgirl. Uh-huh. Catgirl, huh? Getting beaten she up. She doesn't. She doesn't Gal fit the usual <laughs> no, the usual no. uh, style of what I would imagine a Catgirl to be. It's it was fucking ridiculous that movie. There's oh, a lot no. of just real. It maybe if it was a 90 minute movie, it would be great to uh like hate watch, like kind of make fun of throughout. Mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm. But like, there's just some real dumbass stuff in there. Like some real. There's a there's a there's a dressing montage with her boyfriend who comes back. We don't need that. We don't. We need don't that. need it. it I was, heard the boyfriend stuff is pretty weird. <laughs> man, it's like it's weird on a lot of different levels. The central crux of the movie is like there's they find a stone that you can just wish on, right? That's it. Uh-huh. That's that's and so shit happens. World peace. It's world liter- peace, bitch. <laughs> it's literally a monkey's paw. Like that's the story. Uh-huh. Oh, so okay. she she monkey's immediately. She immediately wishes for her boyfriend to come back, and he does so, by and his consciousness just appears in the the, the brain of another dude of some rando. That's it. Very weird. The, Very they, strange. And at the end, of, I guess I don't. Chris want to Pine say, plays both. Chris Pine. No, no. I mean, it's a different dude. <laughs> Different then, human who she sees as Chris Pine. Exactly. Like they do that shot. I was very confused about what was going on. I was like, wait, does he actually like look that. like Chris like Pine? That. Like that. Like. I don't know, man. This is so weird. And then she slept with him, and then they stole a bunch of his clothes. And then at some point, she's like, "I must rescind my wish." And so, just put Chris Klein in like a corner, and presumably that dude came back on like a battlefield. It was like, "What in the fuck is going?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Kristen Wiig wanted to be more like um, Wonder Woman, uh, and so they did that whole like, "Well, she has glasses, so she's ugly and homely." And oh, now, no. she, and now she's now she can walk on heels, so she's pretty and people respect her. <laughs> now she wears contacts. Yeah, exactly, dude. It was just that kind of <laughs> shit. And I'm like, what? And then she turns into a cat girl. So like, spoilers oh, for Wonder right. Woman, I guess. Well, yeah. Hey. Well, I. Fuck it, man. Yeah, Supernatural. No cat girls yet. No <laughs> cat thing, girls. Not yet. Could, I'm holding out hope. One thing you could say about Supernatural for the last uh, 272 episodes that we have covered on this podcast is there have no, been no were panthers and no cat girls. No, we did get one girl who was a familiar to a witch who turned into a dog, dog. And Weird presumably dog. They, yeah. had, they had sex in both forms. A hundred percent, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Autumn just sent me a... Um, it just popped up in the preview, like the image didn't show. Um, but it just was a quote that says, I hate babies and love cash. And she's driving. Mm. Um, she's on a long distance drive. So I was like, oh, that sounds like something I said on Monster of the Week when we were talking about babies. And then I clicked on the text and it was like, oh, no, somebody was selling their horse. Like, like she has a horse. and She's like, I hate <laughs> babies and love cash. So let's make a deal. Oh, uh, that's funny. All right. Let's talk about Supernatural.